can uh, start the episode off with um, the call of a spotted jugadoo. Yeah. Don't play it too loudly, though, or one may come running at you from the bushes. Yeah. As it did to the 3PO. Total Rewatch joining us in the studio, special musical guest, Kobe and the Star Hunters! Woo! Thank you, glad to be here, glad to be here. Yeah, intro. thanks, Total Rewatch, thanks for having us here, glad we could join you guys. <laughs> yeah, Star Hunters here. Good old Star Hunters. The Star Hunters are not a band, sorry, no, audience. Unfortunately, we keep saying, <laughs> that was just a joke, yeah, they're like poachers or something, Pretty I guess. Much. They're hunting animals all over the stars, I guess. Alright, so this Natural. this episode, Droids Episode 9, Kobe and the Star Hunters, was uh, co-written by Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston is a director and a writer, like he, and he's done, uh, he's worked on a lot of Lucasfilm stuff, like his visual effects and art, mm-hmm. but he, uh, he has directed a bunch of movies. He directed Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Jumanji. And uh, what else? October Sky. Oh, and and Captain America, the uh, first Avenger. No. So this guy's been around. He's a real Hollywood writer. Let's start with Lucasfilm and co-writing. <laughs> His big break, Droids Episode <laughs> Nine. The Droids Episode. Yeah. Yep. There were some really dumb things in it, but <laughs> I don't know. I felt like in some ways, um, it could have been longer almost like it felt like the material for a tv movie or something was here yeah but it was all very compressed but it had like that art kind of this kid had like his own story arc and his relationship with 3po changed over the course of it and there was stuff like that that i felt like the other episodes don't always get that deep into some of that stuff i'm glad it wasn't a full-length tv movie (laughs) i didn't like this one a whole lot just because it was just this one kid that it pretty much focused yeah. on. It can only take so much of him. Yeah. I'm not sure it would have been great as that. Just, it felt like a self-contained story. Yeah. focus of the story is on Kobe, who is the son of the Barbarian King, as I'm calling him now. Yep, he is the <laughs> From the last king. episode. It was pretty loosely related to the rest of them, but it was still part of it. And Kobe, I guess, was going into, like, an academy. The Imperial Academy, I guess. That wasn't really the point of the story. Just that he was going to the academy, and I guess the droids were, like, his his helpers. Well, Jan was going with them. And at the end, Jan apparently got into the academy. Yeah, so Jan's an Imperial? Last we see him. They just called it the Academy. Yeah, I mean, Luke wanted to go into the Academy, too. I think that people didn't really recognize the corruption of the Empire yet until A New Hope. The Emperor kind of takes full control during that movie. Yeah, that's right. So the Imperial Academy was probably pretty respected still, as if, if you wanted to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, become a starfighter. Yeah, Star yeah. pilot. Um, but yeah, they don't get to the academy. What is the planet that they went to first? That giant 
city. Oh. I was wondering if this is, like, a thing. That's where they were dropping him off for the academy. Zalakesh. It's a transfer point to the academy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was it was a big city planet, like Coruscant or something. It looked pretty cool, but... Yeah, like, I guess Zal- Zalakesh sounded familiar, I thought, but I guess not. Just in this episode. This kid is kind of a jerk, at least at the beginning of the episode. Spoiled brat. Yeah, he yeah. is. 3PO's trying to help him out with stuff, and he's just like, man, I don't need you to tell me what to do, 3PO. He's, he's a real jerk, too. Very strong will. But, yeah. like, their relationship uh, changes a lot over the course of the episode. They, they kind of uh, work together to get out of these different situations, and by the end of the show, they are good friends. Have a bonding experience. Yeah. A trying time, trying ordeal. In a lot of ways, this little kid reminds me of Anakin Skywalker, like little Annie Skywalker. I think just the way that he uh, behaves, <laughs> he just kind of like does whatever he wants. You know how to fly a ship? I'll just try it anyway, or something. <laughs> so, uh, the Star Hunters, they see his pet and they want it. I don't know what it's called. Come on, it's uh, obviously a... Uh, it's a tessellated arboreal pinjin fat. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. Inji. Inji, right. That's what I was... That's, that was on the tip of my tongue. It's a marsupial, apparently. It's a tree-dwelling marsupial. And it's really rare. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's rare, so they steal it, and the kid and the droids basically chase after their ship. Like in another ship that they they buy. They buy. Yeah. The kid's rich. Oh yeah. Kid's his great uncle left him all his money or something. Mm-hmm. Well, R two ends up flying this ship, and three uh, PO says, uh, "Don't expect it to get much better than this." A really rough ride when R two's driving. I thought that was really funny. That that's that's actually a thing they're going with. It wasn't just like that one off episode. R two just can't drive. Yeah. It's not like he's. He's not like in a the that slot for droids like the uh, X Wing has, like where he can control the ship. Like he's literally just got Steering. a control stick that he's uh maneuvering the ship with, like manually controlling it. Like, I don't think that's how he was designed to operate a ship. No, I mean he's an astromech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we should also talk about C-3PO's voice. Oh my goodness. This This is driving me nuts. Like, C-3PO's neck gets stretched out, which gives him a really (laughs) high-pitched voice. It's really dumb, (laughs) and it goes on for a long time. (laughs) On for, like, two minutes, and it's two minutes too long. Yep. But yeah, they catch up to the Star Hunters just before they're about to jump to light speed. And they attach themselves to the ship using magnetic landing gear. Very clever. Oh, yeah. C-3PO actually has a good idea. <laughs> yeah, he's been having a few of those lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they tag along for the light speed jump. And then it's like, man, who knows where they're going to end up. Like, these guys are, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> They'll never be found again. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, the galaxy is a big place. Right. <laughs> anyway, they land on a planet. Star Hunters are like... I don't even know what if that's their, like their base or they're just that's their next stop to go like illegally catch some other animal. They got a whole operation here. The they they meet star up star hunters, but yeah, with like these natives who you almost think they're Ewoks for a second, pointing spears at them. I thought maybe they were on Endor, right. but no, 
They're they're like these birds though. Similar to the Ewoks, except they're birds instead of bears. They're like some weird bird ant hybrid thing. Ants. <laughs> they, they do have long legs. They're kind of like yeah, I see what you're saying. Almost like an exoskeleton type thing. I was just creeped out by them. They're, they're <laughs> a little creepy, but they seem a little bit more organized than the Ewoks. I mean, they were going to eat the boy, so. But like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They were going to make R2 into a stew pot, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and they're definitely not happy here, because, like, the Star Hunters are using some of them as slaves to, to help uh, catch other animals. And so they're, like, uh, saying to Kobe and, uh, and, and friends... Like, oh, you guys like animals? You're trying to rescue an animal? Awesome. We're on your team now. Yeah, they're trying to help. It's good. I was just reading about the fuzzums. Oh, right. They're called fuzzums. What are? The bird things. Fuzzums. Wow. Yep. They were created for Kobe and the Star Hunters. All right. And then that was mentioned in A Guide to the Star Wars Universe, and then also mentioned in the Star Wars Encyclopedia. And then there was a random German comic book collects and translates star wars 4 it also mentions fuzzums all right so apart from this episode they also are mentioned in a german star wars comic book yep the german comic book is a, like a retelling i guess of episode 4 and apparently han solo mentions it when they're in the garbage compactor so they're trying to brace the compactor walls with the poles and han solo says they're snapping like fuzzum legs <laughs> okay Oh, why would he know what fuzzum legs snap like? That's kind of messed up, Han Solo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so the uh, stage rescue of this cat. There's a big fight up on this walkway with one of the battle droids. Uh, while they're trying to break the pet out from one of the cells. Uh, Star Hunters have these giant battle droid things as guards, and they're basically Cylons from the old Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you guys haven't seen that, but they look exactly like those things. So, there you go. Yeah, they're just called patrol droids in the article. They're really strange, and the way they speak is very strange. Like, they give them orders, and it's just kind of this low, rumbling sound as a response. Kind of hard to understand them. They meet another older guy there who was also captured, and... Well, he explains that he was part of the Star Hunters, and then uh, they were taken over by someone else who basically made them into, like, a poacher group. So, like, the original Star Hunters were... They were conservation. Yeah, conservation. Yeah, yeah. they were creating an animal sanctuary. The battle droid is going to throw that guy off of a cliff, and then he also, like, zaps R2. Like, R2's dead. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it looks like he just smacked him. It's like backhanded smack him. Yeah, but then he like overloads. Yeah, and R2 just has, apparently can't take it and just shuts down. You never really see R2 get like totally, just totally deactivated. I mean, the Jawas do it. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah they, but yeah. this one, it bugged me because he didn't just like tip over like in the Jawa one. He like folded down. Oh, yeah, his feet stuck down. Oh. And, and he tipped over, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess this is similar to what happened at the Jawas. He just kind of got overloaded because then they revive him later. He's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But like, what does that do to a droid? You know, was he, for all intents and purposes, dead for that time period? 
No, he's just turned off, I guess. <laughs> he was he was medically dead, but he was resuscitated. <laughs> it shoots the Cylon off the edge of the platform. Yeah. So they saved him. Too. They saved him, and then everybody kind of goes off in their different directions. Um, C-3PO does his amazing Jagadoo call. Right. <laughs> yeah. These other star hunters are interesting. They're all different alien species. Yeah, these guys look kind of freaky, though. They have big safari hats or something and weird necks. They're kind of alien that probably doesn't have a name and never seen again. It's that obscure. But it's an interesting design. Mm -hmm. I think the way I described it doesn't probably doesn't give you a picture of safari helmets and weird necks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that well, about yeah. says it. If you did get a chance to watch this episode, you probably know what i'm talking about right. uh if you didn't you can just just imagine <laughs> uh one one of the poacher guys also picked up one of the proto packs again oh yeah the ghostbusters thing again yeah yeah but this guy is like almost as incompetent as c-3po and just stuns all his own bad guy his glasses and then just is the worst yeah, he's one of the Star Hunters. He's kind of... He doesn't look like a Star Wars character. Well, who wears glasses and stuff? I can't... Oh, yeah, that's part of it, I think, maybe. He looks kind of like Ben Franklin. Noah from uh, the <laughs> Ewok movie? Yeah, yeah. glasses. <laughs> I didn't, never thought about that. That's anything to go by. Daniel's now Googling glasses in Star Wars. <laughs> well, we gotta get to the truth of this. Oh, Maz wears like glasses with all those lenses as far as canonical star wars stories go the first time a character with glasses was seen is in an episode of star wars rebels hey now well that was after these were here we go uh, yeah there, there they go <laughs> they have it mentioned Noah <laughs> in battle for endor all right, he is the first uh, Star Wars glasses wearer. Beyond that, they do not mention this character in the droids cartoon. Can't believe it. Wow. They didn't do their research. They did not. <laughs> well, Jan comes and, and saves them, too. Yeah, he followed him. And Jan goes off to the Academy. The kid decides to, uh, instead of going to the Academy, go off and save animals with his new friend. And uh, the droids are going to seek their fortune trouble. together. Yeah, in trouble again. <laughs> yeah. And the droids are happy that uh, Jan is able to go to the Academy, even though he's going to join the Empire. But they're happy for him. He's living his dream. Yep, becoming an Imperial scum. Right. Again, we, we don't know that. In, as far as the episode's concerned, he's just going to... An academy could be could be anything. Not according to the Wikipedia article. It says he's going to the Imperial Academy. Do you guys want to know about Jan's history? Yeah, about where he went. Yeah, what ha what happens to Jan? Um, after he graduated the academy, he was quickly posted on Carfoom. So just one week after his graduation, the outpost was attacked by rebels. Jan was shot in the back and paralyzed from waist down. What? Oh, no. Who is? <laughs> Who made this part? After being fitted into a hover chair, Jen was honorably discharged and sent back to Tynes Horky. Sent back to Tynes Horky? Where, when Gundy passed away years later, Jan took over the his mining company. Do you ever get together with Jess? She was going to go back to Tynes Horky. I don't know, it's not mentioned on here. I'm sure they did. Where does this information coming from? Because <laughs> <laughs> I sure didn't get it from these episodes. <laughs> He's apparently an action figure. Oh, nice, man. Do you imagine... <laughs> The value of a rare 
Jan Tosh action figure. Well, I, don't know. I have no idea. I could imagine that being actually really valuable, but also I could imagine it. Nobody's ever heard of it. Like nobody wants it. I don't know. Um, three hundred fifty bucks if you want to buy it on eBay. Really? All right. I don't want to buy it on eBay, but <laughs> good to know. It's rarer than a tessellated arboreal binging fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad they didn't have a Kaibo Ren. Yeah, Kaibo Ren action figure. Have to make one custom. Just scratch out the L and add a B. Right. <laughs> Just take a Kylo Ren figure and change the name. Draw a mustache on him. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now I need to buy one of these. Just to have it. Just to have it. Just so you can say, I watched this. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to take away from this entire droid series is don't call me Tiggy. <laughs> I'm not going to remember Jan Tosh. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. I don't have anything else to say about oh, this one. Uh, well, yeah. And the spotted Jugadoo comes in at the end, chasing it's true love. PO. It's that is true love. There you go. All right. All right. What's, uh, what's next? What's the next thing that we're going to talk about? <laughs> so we're going to... Watch Tale of the Rune Comets. Wow. Which I'm guessing, since this is the last, there's um, one, two, three, four, so four more episodes. I'm assuming these four are the last um, arc again. Yeah, yeah. Probably. It's all about Rune, whatever Rune is. A planet, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. So the next several episodes all have Rune, R-O-O-N, in the title. The Rune Arc. So, uh, if that doesn't pique your curiosity, listeners, I don't, I don't know what will. What is Rune? What does it mean? We don't know. We're going to find out. Where are the droids going next? The Tale of the Rune Comet. Go watch that and then join us back here next week on Star Wars Total Rewatch. And we'll rewatch it with you. Kobe and the Star Hunters, play us out. See you later, Toby.